This is two kids and one doctor with your host, Dr. Soyla Quesada. Can't wait to dig deep into the today's topic. We're talking about loving yourself first. I coach women on confidence. Women who are struggling with their confidence in the workplace. Which translates into life also, or life translates your lack of confidence into the workplace. And today's topic is about how to love yourself first. How do you begin to implement strategies and habits in which you can begin to feel love for yourself, feel your own love for self? Because when we're so invested in how others feel about us or invested in feeling a certain way about ourselves according to how other folks are treating us or making us feel, we are going to set ourselves up for failure by doing that. We're going to set up ourselves for failure because we are putting our value and how much care and love we have or we we think we can have for ourselves on other people's hands. We are expecting others to provide the very simple thing that we need to provide for ourselves. This has changed my trajectory, has changed my life, it has changed my outlook. When I begin to really think and put into practice and change my habits, understand and really I get back to the practice part. Practice, practice, practice loving myself and caring for myself and not get getting into a place in which I have to wait for others to affirm me, others to love me, others to care for me, others to give me their time, others to provide for me. We have to make sure that in order for us to receive love from others, we have to ourselves love ourselves. We have to be very secure in who we are, what we do and what we can do and who we can be before we are expecting others to provide that for us. And I say that uh, to you who's uh, listening to this. I say this to you if you don't need it, but you need to spread the word to someone else. Loving yourself first is a priority. It is the very first step we need to take when we are talking about confidence and self-esteem. Because if we don't love who we are, and we don't, we don't love who we are becoming, and we don't love ourselves enough to know when we need to change our habits and our practices, then we might as well not even start. We really do need to love ourselves first before we allow the environment, the society, and other people to dictate how we should feel about our own selves. And let me tell you how this can reflect for you, uh, maybe in the workplace or in life. You don't feel really good about something you're doing. You don't feel really good about something you're practicing. You don't feel really good about maybe a project that you started. You're not feeling really good about how a friend of yours is treating you. You're not feeling really great about how your manager is treating you. And the truth is that you won't feel really good about it because you're expecting them to treat you a certain way because you yourself haven't gotten to the place in which you can treat yourself in that way. And so how do we do this and how do we begin to think through and put things into practice to get us out of the mindset that we have to wait for someone else to affirm us, to value us, to love us before we ourselves affirm ourselves, value ourselves, and love ourselves. Number one, begin to practice a new pattern of thought. A lot of the things begin with our thoughts. Be well aware of what your thoughts are about yourself 
and begin to replace them with new thoughts. Begin to truly challenge yourself. Even if it doesn't feel real in the moment, begin to challenge your thoughts about yourself because that is where true acknowledgement begins. Number two, practice compassion towards yourself. Forgive yourself. You might be stuck on your past decisions, your actions, experiences. Forgive yourself. One thing that helps with forgiving ourselves and practicing compassion towards ourselves is to practice compassion towards others. When we open our hearts to be compassionate with others, we are also opening our hearts to be compassionate with self. Number three, check your thoughts and what you speak about others. Because a lot of times when you're speaking about others or thinking negative things about others, that is a reflection on who you are. That is a reflection on your thoughts of self. That is a reflection of what you think you should be because you are reflecting that on them. These thoughts, when your brain hears your thoughts and your words coming out of your mouth about other people... It tells your brain to believe them about you as well. Your brain doesn't know that you're saying it about someone else. Your brain thinks you're saying it about yourself and it's going to absorb those thoughts. So be very careful about your critical side and what you say about others. Number four, practice self-awareness. Be in the moment. Be very self-aware. What triggers you? What lights you up? What fills you with joy? You need to become more knowledgeable of who you are. It is important for you to be aware of what triggers you, what lights you up, what fills you with joy. Because then guess what? You can do less of the things that trigger you and you can do more of the things that light you up and more of the things that bring you joy. Self-awareness is key. Number five, practice Being in the present throughout the day. Practicing being in the present is going to allow you to learn so much about yourself. It's going to allow you to truly get at the things that you might not like about yourself and the things that you love about yourself. Practice being present throughout the day. We are so busy all the time and the world is so busy and so loud Practice being present. Practice being centered. And you will see that a lot of the things and the answers you're looking for will come to you because you are living your life in the present. Number six, give yourself access to things that bring you joy. Yes, in the physical world, give yourself access to special treatments, special spa days, Buy yourself the thing that you want. Give yourself access to things that bring you joy. Also, give yourself access to people that bring you joy. Give yourself access to practices. Give yourself access to jobs and activities that bring you joy. In doing this, you are telling your brain and your body that you are important, that you are loved, and that you are cared for. Number seven, love your strengths. And understand your weaknesses. You have to love what you consider to be your strengths. And understand what you consider to be your weaknesses. Because that's going to allow you to put a plan in place to work on those. 
we're far from perfect. And it is important that we have a plan or that we are open to learning more, to understanding where we fall short and celebrating where we are excelling. If we're not celebrating ourselves, we're not celebrating and loving our strengths, no one else is. It is important for you to know what those are according to you, not according to a manager, not according to a an, a work evaluation, not in, according to a friend or a partner, according to you, what are your strengths and where? what are those gaps? What are those opportunities for improvement? Acknowledge those, love and celebrate yourself and also be open-minded to work on the things that you need to work on. Once you understand your thought patterns, you've forgiven yourself, you are aware of those criticisms or those words you speak about others. Once you practice that self-awareness and you practice being in the moment and you give yourself access to the things that bring you joy and you begin to practice celebrating and loving your strengths and acknowledging your weaknesses, Number eight is understanding that whole package and accepting yourself the way you are. Understanding yourself and accepting yourself. Let me tell you this. In order, let let me just pause for a second. You love people. You can probably mention someone you love. And you can probably say that you understand the person You understand them and you accept them for who they are. The same thing has to go to you when you're loving yourself or when you're thinking and engaging in this journey. You have to understand yourself and you have to accept yourself because that is true love. That is true love. Understanding a person and accepting them. And you need to do that for yourself. Remember, loving yourself first is going to be key in this journey. Number nine, practice affirmations. Affirmations work. and You need to begin to declare them and affirm yourself. Because the more you practice them, the more you say them out loud or you write them out and you make them visually accessible to you, these things eventually will become real. Like at first you're going to say, oh, I love myself. I accept myself. I am working on my thought patterns and they're going to be positive. At first it's going to feel kind of hard. Like your whole body's going to react to that because you're not used to saying that to yourself about yourself. Guess what? Say it three, four, five, six, seven, a hundred times and your brain will catch up. Your brain will catch up. Practice the affirmations. I'm going to give you three quick affirmations right now that you can begin to practice. One, I love the person I'm becoming. Two, I practice self-love every day. I understand myself and I love myself first. And last point for this episode is number nine. Acknowledge your talents and skills. Listen, I coach women who are struggling with confidence in the workplace And that acknowledgement and understanding of your talents and skills is something that I see consistently missing from the women I work with. You need to acknowledge your talents and skills because you are talented, you're skillful, you are experienced, and you have to begin to, to behave in a way in which reflects that you are knowledgeable of those talents and skills and experience. 
and that your value is much higher than what you're giving yourself right now and your worth is also higher than what you think your worth is right now. And this acknowledgement of your talents and your skills and putting those on a pedestal are very important because you will be challenged There will be instances or perhaps you're already in a situation, whether it's a job situation or relationship situation, that's already challenging your your value. It's already challenging your skills. It's already challenging your experiences and your talents and your capacity, right? To do more and to learn more and to be more. And guess what? Those challenges are going to be there. It is the way we react. This is the way we understand them it's the way we internalize them if you are firm on who you are if you know what your talents are and your skills and you understand your capacity and you know that you have potential no one can stand against that and this is why it is so important that we love ourselves and understand and acknowledge and forgive and do all the things that i mentioned because when other people are not doing that for us it is important that we know that Because things are going to happen outside of our control. And it is very important for us to know us, to acknowledge what those talents and those skills are, and to act our worth, okay? No one else will do that for you. And that's going to also help with your deep-rooted love for self. Because you're going to say, I'm talented, I'm skillful, I can manage things, I can create new things, I'm doing the job I'm doing because I've earned it, I deserve to be here, I know I can do this. I, I will bet on you that once you begin to follow these nine steps, these nine habits and practices, things will change for you because the work will begin to happen from the inside out for you. Don't forget you are valued and you are loved. Thank you for listening. This is your host, Dr. Sola Quesada, and this is Two Kids, One Doctorate.